All right, guys, today we are going to be talking about the struggle survival guide, turning obstacles into opportunities. You're listening to the Productive Not Busy Podcast, where our mission is to make you more money so you'll have less stress and more free time. It's all about mindset, attitude, and taking action. And your host, Wayne Weathersby, knows how to make that happen. He's negotiated and closed over $150 million in contracts while building businesses with proven success strategies that he wants to share with you. So if you're ready to make some real money, then let's get to it. Here's Coach Wayne. All right, we all faced obstacles. Absolutely, every single one of us, including myself. Life is full of obstacles. For most people, this is one of the most challenging aspects of life, really. We set goals with enthusiasm and energetically take action to achieve them. Everything looks great for a while. Then it happens. The setback. We've been stalled out. Suddenly, no idea what to do next. And things come to a grinding halt. And the world feels like it's coming to an end. But there's a particular personality type that this is the fun part. The obstacles become not so much a stopping point as much as a challenge. An opportunity to discover something new about yourself or about the world you live in. Obstacles are what create growth and make life more enjoyable. Kind of a radical thought, really. So in this episode, you're going to find a survival guide to get you through those rough places. We'll start with a look at life and the kinds of obstacles we all face every day, every one of us. We're also going to discover sometimes surprising benefits of the obstacles, if you can believe that. From there, you'll find out how to take on the obstacles in your life and turn them into opportunities. Are you ready to look at life in a new way? If so, sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. You're going to be amazed at just how exciting this whole process is. The dictionary defines the word obstacle as a thing that blocks one's way or prevents or hinders progress. When you hear the word, you might imagine an obstacle course, right? As a child, you probably played on several of such of these courses or in the playground, high school, whatever. You might have even created your own branches and rocks and setting up various challenges in your backyard or on the playground or set up the plywood and milk crate ramp for you to jump your bike on. Remember that? Your obstacle course might have involved a series of activities like I don't know, running, jumping, hopping, crawling, whatever. If you're ever in the military, you've trained on more grown-up versions of these courses, pushing your body like freaking to the absolute physical limits to get through the other side. When a child is confronted with an obstacle, of course, they never pause to consider the possibility of stopping, do they? They charge full speed ahead. And when they come to something blocking their progress in the finish line, they look at it as a challenge. The obstacles are like a puzzle, something to get through or up or over until they're on the other side. 
what's even better is every obstacle becomes an opportunity to show off their physical prowess, right? And thinking skills to their peers. Hey, dad, watch this. Hey, mom, watch this, right? It's a way of saying, watch me do this. So what is it about growing up that teaches us obstacles can stop our dreams, right? In their tracks. That's what kind of brought this idea to fruition for me. You know, as a kid, I was unstoppable. But then when I grew up, for some reason, you know, obstacles occurred and it's like, wow, how am I going to get past this? So as a child, when the course becomes difficult, we rarely walk off after giving up, right? We might skip an obstacle or go around it, but more often than not, as a child, we came back later and tried that particular challenge repeatedly over until we got it, especially if we were doing it with our friends because we didn't want to be the one that didn't do it, right? They might watch their friends go at it and see how they go through. They might ask for help to get around it doing naturally what we have to do to relearn the trial. We should do this as adults. In the adult world, though, obstacles aren't always so you know, clear-cut. They take many forms and seem to be absolutely everywhere. At some point, we get burned out from trying, overwhelmed with the sheer work involved in getting through. You know, Life gets in the way and eager to take the excuse to just walk away. I don't have time for this. Obstacles look too much like work. And regardless of the payoff, we're just no longer interested in pushing through because it looks like work. See, if any of this sounds familiar to you, let me know. Like, I don't know, your boss asks you for a project to be on his desk by the end of the day, but a meeting was just called regarding a different matter. You're short on time, as it is, right? But skipping the meeting is going to let your team down. Been asked over to a friend's house on Saturday. It sounds great, but you need to, you know, uh, to cook something to take. And your kids have soccer practice in the morning. You don't have time to go to the store, much less make anything else. So you just consider not going. Or the babysitter called last minute and says, I can't make it. You've been planning this night out with your wife or husband all week and really need the time to reconnect. But you can't. So you just don't go. You don't have a contingency plan. Most of our challenges come when we feel like we don't have enough resources or enough time to do those things we want to do and also need to do, really. Frustration builds, especially when we get stuck in a cycle of trying to please everybody all the time. Forgetting our own goals are just a legitimate, you know, a legitimate and yes, necessary as anyone else's. So... What I want you to do is when we talk about this, I want you to think about how it applies to your life. So there was a study where the participants were asked to list the challenges they faced regularly. And they came up with, these were the top ones. Tension at work, worrying about their health, not getting it right, not enough hours in the day, problems with the boss or coworkers, lack of funds to cover the basic needs. You know, I don't have enough money, demand from the children, being overcommitted, lack of energy, Oh, I've got to be in two places at one time. So does any of that sound familiar? Chances are you can probably come up with an additional item or two that are bothering you right now at this moment. So to understand obstacles better, we need to classify them in three different categories. Okay. There's external obstacles, there's internal obstacles, and then there's habitual 
obstacles. And we're going to look at all three of those. So what is an external obstacle? There are things that come up or at us that are outside of our control. So they might include like natural disasters or the economy or a catastrophic health issue or your, uh, maybe a physical limitation due to age or physical injury. The, the people around you, right? Your boss, your coworkers, your family. While it may feel odd to group your family or coworkers in as an obstacle, right? Whenever someone makes a demand upon your energy or your time, they can be perceived as an obstacle, especially if they're not the type of person to take no for an answer, right? Everybody's got one of those. Your boss is great. That's a great example because not only can they make rigorous demands of you, sometimes even unreasonable demands, but you might feel you're not in a position to exert your own control in that situation. I get it. I've been there. Not that under health, what's being referred to here as a catastrophic health issue. The only, this only relates to like things outside of your control, such as an accident that wasn't your fault or the diagnosis that came out of nowhere. Other health concerns will be addressed shortly. Okay. Now we go to internal obstacles. Sometimes what's blocking us from within, that's an internal obstacle. What makes these hurdles particularly interesting is the fact that we have some measure of control over those, whether you know it or not, or whether you feel like you do or not. This doesn't mean winning out over these particular challenges is necessary, necessarily going to be easy. We truly are our own worst enemy. And frequently, these challenges come with a lot of baggage and even more work to deal with. So what is, what is an internal obstacle? Okay, financial challenges right? Not having enough money for your wants or needs, handling unexpected expenses, conflicts at work, right? Difficulty in moving up the corporate ladder, dissatisfaction with your current job, not feeling fulfilled, health issues we have control over, such as maybe being overweight or underweight, depression. And then there's relationship issues, difficulty with a spouse, parenting, you know, parenting challenges, what have you. Again, while these various challenges might seem insurmountable, they aren't. Your financial issues might be able to be addressed by adjusting spending, finding a new job or a side hustle, or even filling, filing for bankruptcy. I've seen people do that if things are that desperate. Conflicts at work can generally be worked through. Or in the worst case scenario, you might find it's time to move on to another position entirely. Fresh start. So listing health issues here makes it sound like it's your fault for being ill. This is not the case. Don't get me wrong. Even recognizing that your genetics play a role in things like diabetes, heart disease, weight issues. You have to acknowledge that the challenges associated with these health issues are something you can work with. In the end, even something like depression, which can feel like freaking totally wildly out of control, becomes a challenge you can do something about. I don't know whether you pursue therapy, medications, or some combination of both. For this reason, these kinds of health issues are listed as an internal obstacle rather than an external one. Then we go to the habitual obstacle. These are those obstacles you wind up confronting repeatedly. Like, are you a procrastinator? Are you having difficulty in managing your emotions when you're around your ex? Do you get into confrontations with your boss all the time? 
Habitual obstacles are particularly nasty ones to weed out. Those are tough simply because they're so ingrained into your psyche. As a coach, that's what I run into. Some people just, man, it's deep. While most of these things can be considered internal obstacles, they're addressed somewhat differently because there's a component here requiring the breaking of an old habit and adopting a new one. So there's a little longer timeline there. So where does all this that we just talked about leave us? Well, it's fairly obvious we're all facing any number of these obstacles in our lives. One of these are decidedly out of our control. Some of them are, but most of them are things we can do something about. It's the doing something that feels daunting, right? And going back to the example of the child running the obstacle course, the reason the child runs is straightforward. They're eager for the reward. To them, it's this is everything. In defeating the task laid out before them, the child feels a sense of accomplishment. They prove something to themselves and to their peers and their, you know, their parents, mom, dad, friends. In running the obstacle course, they have become stronger and feel more capable, which then leads to confidence. So here in a minute, we're going to look at the benefits of the obstacles you're facing right now as an adult. Did you hear me? The benefits of the obstacles you're facing as an adult. You might be surprised to find out the rewards you're seeking aren't really all that different than the things you sought out when you were a kid. And the obstacle course you conquered was one of your own making. All right, so now we're talking benefits of the obstacles. Right, have you ever seen like a baby chick trying to hatch out of an egg? Your first instinct, right, while you're watching it is you might need to help it. The process is incredibly slow, right? It starts out like, you know, they start tapping from the inside of the egg, right? Eventually you see a hairline crack and then a tiny hole. Then you might like catch like a quick glimpse of the beak coming through, desperately working at that shell, parted in periods of rest between taps. You think to yourself when you see this, right, that nature has done it wrong. Why is that process so laborious? And the bird is just a tiny, like weak little thing. A baby trying to frantically like live, right? This thought in mind, you might reach out and break open the shell only to have the bird die. Did you know that? What we don't always realize is the benefit of the obstacle. I saw this uh, in, in like a short little video clip. I didn't know this. And in, in, in the case of the baby chick, the very act of hatching is what stirs the blood and the oxygen in the in that lungs and the breast of the bird. The process of tapping, the process of fighting to get free is what builds the strength in that baby chick to survive outside the shell. So without that struggle, the bird would never force enough air into its lungs or raise its heart rate enough to survive once it gets out the shell. I didn't know that. So you learned something, right? How about that? Likewise, obstacles are what help us grow. If life were always easy, we'd never reach our best selves anyway. Obstacles make us stronger, right? It's like lifting weights. 
Obstacles make us stronger. They teach us lessons. They make us more persistent. Listen on to this episode to find out some of the benefits of the obstructions and how you can use them to reach your fullest potential. Obstacles teach us things we wouldn't know otherwise. When we meet with an obstacle, our our first reaction tells the world about who we really are. I love that. It's here where we're seeing it either our best or our worst, right? Are you the courageous type? Do you have a steel backbone? Or do you hide when confronted with trouble? Do you run away? These are sometimes hard truths about us. We can only learn when we're put in that position. Here we either prove our mettle or we learn where we need to work on ourselves. Had we never been challenged, we would never have the opportunity to know where we really are right at this moment. We figure out the important stuff. Once we've learned these truths about ourselves, we know what needs work. Feeling like you're not very brave? Do you cringe away from confrontation? Right? Obstacles are what's going to give you the skills to create a better version of yourself. Nothing teaches patience like an opportunity to be patient. Nothing will instruct you in bravery better than the amount or the moment you stand up to what scares you. These are the important pieces of who we are inside. Without the obstacles, you never would have had the opportunity to work on these things. Obstacles also teach us persistence. We learn very little when we have things go smooth. If the first effort yields the results we want right away, there's never any cause to try that again. We start thinking everything should involve immediate gratification and that nothing should take any kind of personal effort. Obstacles teach us how to try again. And then they teach us how to try after that, and after that, and after that. When we have to, you know, expend the effort to get past the blockage, we find ourselves learning how to become diligent in our efforts. We learn nothing comes without a cost. Nor should anything just be given to us. We learn the value of hard work. Obstacles teach us the value of an exceptional work ethic and how to keep things going when the going gets tough. We become more creative. We get creative in setting goals. We frequently set out a path that we'd like to follow. Now, while a a roadmap is a great thing to have, the occasional obstacle has a way of really forcing us to be flexible. It's these obstacles that teach us how to be more creative in our life and our approach. By being forced to think outside the box, we exercise portions of our brain we might not be using as often as we would like. We become more inclined to have brilliant ideas and put things together in ways we wouldn't have usually put them together. We consider new alternatives and explore roads we may never have gone down before. So without those obstacles, we've never be near, we'd never be near so creative, nor would we travel such amazing, exciting places. We learn about what's important. 
It really is hard to see the forest from the trees sometimes. When we've been working towards a goal for a long time, sometimes we start to forget that we're working for one goal itself becomes out of date or uninteresting. Not even be all that interested in it anymore. But we're pressing on more because it's there than anything else. When challenged through an obstacle, we very often are given a chance to reevaluate just how important the goal is. If we find we're really not interested in fighting for these things anymore, then it becomes much easier to just stop. Obstacles we're ready to challenge is the one standing in front of you that we really want without being hindered. We'd never have the opportunity to find out just what's worth fighting for. Obstacles force us to narrow our focus. Where's your focus normally? More often than not, we have our eyes on the prize. The goal becomes the most critical thing in our lives and we stop paying attention to the journey and getting there. Obstacles bring our focus in closer. When we're forced to stop, we're like, you know, we're likewise forced to examine what the next step is and the action after that. We really, we learn how to like really pay attention to what we're doing and to narrow our focus down to here and now and what needs to happen next. This is where we learn the art of savoring the moment. Without obstacles, we frequently lose this focus. And in doing so, lose out on the lessons to be learned and honing in on the details and exploring what's right in front of us. We can also learn gratitude. Are we truly thankful for what's coming easily? When we have to fight for what we have, and every accomplishment is a, a huge journey, taking profound effort, we come to like really appreciate what we have when it's all over. We learn the absolute gratitude that comes from pushing the envelope and having to earn what we have. See, the lessons don't stop there. We start to appreciate the effort of those around us. We understand their struggles better and have more compassion for what they're going through. We're more grateful when they choose to make us a part of their journey and appreciate the gifts that they have to share with us. Gratitude makes us better people. Kind of in the way we would never know had the obstacle not allowed us to learn or be a part of that. They make you stronger, right? In order to build any muscle, you have to use it. Ask a bodybuilder. And he will tell you how the process of changing the body to be stronger requires not just effort, but pain. The same thing happens when we meet with an obstacle. When we meet a challenge and dig deep to surpass it, we become more stable emotionally. Guaranteed, we gain mental agility. We become stronger in ways we never thought we could. Right? You have that euphoria of doing something that you didn't think you could do with that feeling afterwards, right? That, that celebratory, amazing, euphoric feeling. Even our physical bodies benefit from the hard work of growing as an individual. We become sure of ourselves. We start sleeping better. We take better care of ourselves. There isn't a part of our body or our mind that doesn't see a ben like a direct benefit from the fight to succeed. 
Obstacles give us the opportunity to create a better version of ourselves. How often do you think about what we can give back to the world? When confronted with an obstacle, we're given the opportunity to not just learn something new for our sake, but we can take that lesson, this you know, take the lesson that this challenge provided and use that to teach others how we did it. When we allow others to benefit from our experience, we become mentors and enrich the lives of people around us. That's why I do this show. Obstacles enable us to give back to the community and to make the world a better place. Obstacles help us find meaning in what we do. While the challenge is something and sometimes daunting, our perception of the obstacle is where we find like our deepest self. This is a challenging concept. Obstacles officially, especially those that wind up stopping us entirely in our tracks, feel so much like failures on the surface. It's crazy. We tend to get caught up in our emotions and can't always see where the particular struggle had anything useful at all. It's when we take the focus off the failure and ask ourselves, what is good in this moment that we discovered the meaning behind what we're going through? When this happens, the obstacle becomes the opportunity to discover the true meaning and the purpose for which we've been born to achieve. Every one of us. Obstacles bring the sweetest rewards too. The object we earn from doing an easy task versus the object we earn by the sweat and blood of our brow, right? Just feels different. Pushing through obstacles to a goal makes the accomplishment that comes from getting there the most awe-inspiring, sweetest feeling in the freaking world. These are the rewards we cherish. Without the barrier, we'd never have the opportunity to experience the victory, right? In the purest form of it. And what does that do? That helps you discover inner peace, right? We have our inner critic and then we have inner peace. It's the external obstacles that really flatten us. When the world is spiraling out of control and we feel like we can no longer stand up under the, like, the crushing blows of obstacles, we eventually have to learn how to let go. When we have accomplished these things, this is the moment we have to, attained that inner peace. Obstacles are an opportunity to embrace your humility and to let go of things we have no control over, freeing us to focus on the things that we can change. See, obstacles show us how to change for the better. With any obstacle, external or internal, we're given a chance to assess how we feel about the world and ourselves. See, it's in these moments where we are forced to stop so that we can take stock and re-examine who we are. Now, typically it's the significant obstacles like health diagnosis, for example, that inspires this kind of soul searching. However, anytime we're challenged by something difficult, we have the opportunity to examine our lives and to decide whether we're happy with what we're doing and where we're going. More than just deciding whether or not to continue on our current path, it allows us to determine whether we like the person we are while on that journey. It also allows us to choose whether being on the path is benefiting us or keeping us from something better. See, obstacles give us the opportunity to change. 
not just what we're doing, but who we are inside. We are better prepared for the future. See, in the end, obstacles teach us how to face other hurdles. It's experience. As we travel through life, this is going to be a reoccurring theme, right? There will come a time when you'll be forced to confront the most profound obstacle of all time. The ones connected with your humility, humanity, and morality. And sometimes even your mortality. The methods that you've used to face other barriers become your teacher now and how to proceed into these next important phases of, of your life. Obstacles prepare you for your future, regardless of where you're going. When this happens, even death cannot frighten you anymore. So with so many benefits, you can see how the obstacles are not just something to endure, but are in fact something to embrace, right? Your best self awaits. Now, comes the time to turn obstacles into opportunities. Here's where we're going to put the rubber to the road. So by now you've figured out that obstacles in your life might have some benefit to you, right? You might even be ready to embrace these challenges. And if so, that's great. If not, maybe this next little segment here will help you reframe and turn the obstacles in your life into opportunities. See, several tips coming up are here to help you get started on your journey to that. By no means is this a definitive list, okay? So as you listen, if you come up with ideas of your own, be sure to jot them down. Get a pen and paper out. After a while, you're going to find out opportunities are everywhere. And when you reach this point, the world will never look the same. Okay? So decide what kind of experience you want to have. Before you can do anything else, you have to start with your own attitude by making a conscious decision to embrace the challenge. You're readying yourself mentally for a positive experience, okay? You're now ready to, like, seize this opportunity. So what's the reality? Don't flinch from the obstacles, right? Burying your head in the sand isn't going to get you past this point. It won't go away, nor will it allow you to see the opportunity as they present themselves. Take a long, hard look until you have a freaking crystal clear picture of exactly what you're facing right now. Just what kind of obstacle are you looking at? How extensive is it? What were the actions that led to that? That's important. So only like by examining it real close will you find the opportunities buried ahead of you. Next, I want you to stay in the moment. At this point, it becomes very easy to swallow and wallow in the past. Well, understanding the root cause is important now. Don't get me wrong. Spending time trying to assign blame or figure out all of the should-haves is going to do something more than stall you out and make you feel miserable. Here's where it becomes essential to look at where you are right at the second and, and what task is waiting in front of you. What opportunity is staring you in the face that you might not have seen if you kept looking backwards? 
Lose the panic. When the obstacle first hits, the last thing you have time for is panic. Stay cool. Keep a cool head. This will help you to find the action lending itself to this opportunity, right? That's not to say you won't experience a slew of emotions. Don't, absolutely. And a lot of that thoughts coming out all at you at one time. You're just not going to allow them to dictate your actions, right? Perfect example is a, an airline pilot, right? With a, a, with a huge Boeing jet full of people. Do you want that guy panicking when a little hiccup happens? Heck no. Acknowledge what you're feeling and acknowledge that you're feeling okay. Even the bad emotions serve a purpose, okay? Never deny what you're feeling. There's nothing worse than drowning your emotions or pretending they don't exist. Everything is part of life experience. So whatever the obstacle is brought up, remind yourself this is all part of the whole. Part of discovering the opportunities before you lie in being able to see them clearly. You can't do that if you're pretending what makes up part of the obstacle isn't there. So what do you do? You got to step back. Now, that's not to say you shouldn't know when to keep your distance, of course. Once those emotions are acknowledged, it's time to let them go. Wallowing in them is only going to keep you from being able to move forward. Once you have a clear head, you're going to be able to act on it. The opportunity will become clear and you'll have a better idea of what needs to happen next. You've got to change your perspective. Stepping back leads right into the next item on the list. A shift in how you're viewing the obstacle. If you're still having problems with being able to detach, here's where the ability to see things from a, the perspective of someone else becomes especially valuable. Ask yourself how an outsider would see this obstacle. How would they react? What opportunities might they see that you're not? Look for a mentor. When all else fails, it's time to go straight to the source, man. A mentor will be able to answer the questions that you have that you just put to yourself in much more detail. See, they have the advantage of having been there, done that and can offer you their wisdom and knowledge. They see the opportunities because they've seen them before and likely can even help you plan your attack of pursuing them and overcoming them. What about resources? It's not just Boy Scouts who need to be prepared. It's impossible to manage an obstacle when you lack what you need to move forward. Do you require any resources? Is there knowledge you don't have? Or do you need to carve out time so that you can address the opportunity as it presents itself? Next, you've got to accept it's going to take time. Nothing worthwhile happens quickly. The obstacle very likely came as a result of something that's been building up over time. The process of unraveling it is likewise going to take a certain amount of time and effort as well. Give yourself time to work through what needs to be done. Also, keep in mind it's easier to seize opportunities when you've got the time to explore them as they come. Too often, the opportunity is just brushed aside simply because there wasn't room in your busy schedule to take advantage of it. 
You've got to change the definition. Obstacles will try to define the world for you, I promise. They start the word, right? Obstacles are crazy, right? They start with the word failure and go into impossible and every other negative variation in, in between. In order to get your head back in the game, you need to start with changing the definition from the word obstacle on out. Think instead of opportunity, learning experience, and possible. Focus on the can rather than the can't. There's nothing more pointless than wasting time on what can't be done. If you've already proven the path, you were on trying, you know, you're on trying to take it as a dead end. It's time to start asking what can happen here instead. This is much like changing the definition in the previous paragraph. Remember, when you ask this question, you start seeing possibilities rather than roadblocks. This is truly where an obstacle becomes an opportunity. Except except some things are going to be uncomfortable, 100%. By their very nature, obstacles make us uncomfortable. The sooner you accept this as a simple fact of life, the quicker you'll be able to focus on what needs to be done. Opportunity is never going to wait for you to be ready for it. You need to choose to be prepared just as you are. Be smart, not hopeful. A smart goal is the one that's specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and time-based. I'm going to say that again. A smart goal is one that is measurable, specific, achievable, realistic, and time-based. Hope tends to want solutions without plans. Being smart enables you to act when faced with obstacles, which leads to positive action and opportunities you might not have had otherwise. How about this? How about some peer support? Even with mentors, the obstacles you face might seem pretty intimidating. A support system is there to be your cheerleader, sounding board, and company for the road while you're traveling. They'll help you spot the opportunities and be there for you to put in the work required to seize success in that moment. Make a list of the options to avoid making the mistakes of doing the things that occur to you in acting against the obstacles. Make a list of every possible course of action and then evaluate your choices very carefully. Ask what has the highest probability of success and will lead to the clearest opportunities. And then act before the opportunity slips away. That's what a lot of people do. They procrastinate or they analyze. Analysis into paralysis, as they say. Ask a lot of questions. So if you're still not sure, it might be you need to be asking more questions before you make an adequate list of options. Sometimes the hardest thing is knowing what you don't know. (laughs) Explore the gaps in your knowledge. Write down the questions. And when you're done, write down the questions, those questions raised. And when you're finished, go hunting the answer. You'll be surprised how many opportunities you'll see just in following that simple process. 
Next, this is a hard one for some people. You got to think. When you've gathered information, it's time to put it together to find the solutions and hopefully some new opportunities. Here's where you're going to want to apply both critical and creative thinking skills. Use the power of brainstorming sessions with your mentors or peers. Consider even like stupid, silly solutions. You'll be amazed at what's going to spark the, the best ideas. And whatever you do, don't overcomplicate things. Have you ever seen the Rube Goldberg machine? See, this is a device whose main goal is to make a straightforward task as complicated as possible. And usually it's like through some ridiculously outlandish means. Well, most people don't go quite that far in dealing with obstacles. We tend to overcomplicate things where we don't need to. Look for the simple solutions, the obvious opportunities. Sometimes what you need is, a, is right in front of you, sitting right there. Maybe try new things. If you're still not sure what actions to take to surmount the obstacle in front of you, experiment to see what works. Opportunity is found in unexpected places sometimes. This kind of exploration has a way of leading you in directions you might never have anticipated otherwise. The point here is to move past the obstacle in any way possible. Remember, even if you fail, bonus, you've learned something new from the experience. You got to realize that detours aren't dead ends. Most obstacles can look pretty daunting at first glance. You'll rarely find one that stops the process entirely. Think of them as detours rather than dead ends. Just because you're there, it doesn't mean your journey's over. Even if the action might stop at this point, you still have the opportunity waiting to be explored. And then next, you got to anticipate disaster. What can go wrong? Figure it out. Obstacles come when you're not prepared for the outcome. Ask yourself, what's the worst thing that can happen? And you get paired, you know, prepared for that. Are you already blocked? Use the knowledge gained from this roadblock to prepare for the next one. Forget the rule book. There's the old way. And then there's the way... That's going to work. When obstacles arise, it's, it's time to quit doing things the same old way. After all, the definition of insanity is to do the same thing over and over and expect a different result. This is the time to be bold in taking innovative action. Opportunity thrives in this environment. Next, you got to check your attitude. While you already know a positive attitude is going to help you see the obstacle as an opportunity, a negative one will blind you to the possibilities. When you get caught up in not assigning blame or negativity, you're never going to see past where you are. Plain and simple. Seeking sympathy is just as bad because it contains components of dwelling in the past that entirely crushes forward momentum. With this in mind, decide at the start on a positive outlook. And don't allow the negative so much as a foothold. Got to make sacrifices. Right? In the world of writing, there's a phrase where the author might be asked to kill their darlings. 
I've been writing books and I've never heard this before. And this is what, what one of the mentors I'm working with said, you got to kill your darlings. What this refers to isn't cold-blooded murder as it sounds, but rather the removal of favorite pet phrases. This happens when that perfectly crafted sentence is found to have no place in the story. This also happens in chasing like any kind of goal. We, we get caught up in certain details that turn out to be roadblocks later on, keeping us from getting to the success. And at this juncture, the only option you have is to let go of what's holding you back. It's never easy. And in fact, it can be freaking painful. But when you realize that keeping them is what blocks the opportunity waiting on the other side of the obstacle, it becomes a lot easier to let them go, man. And anybody that knows me, this is a big one. Express gratitude. So often the obstacle itself is so when we forget to be thankful for the opportunity to overcome it. As silly as that sounds, expressing gratitude creates a shift towards opportunity thinking versus obstacle thinking. Then you got to protect your relationships. Roadblocks have a way of eating up all your time. Don't create obstacles in your relationships while dealing with the problems that have cropped up in a meeting, in you know, meeting your other goals. Take time out from time to time. Enjoy the opportunity to spend time with those who mean the most to you in your life. Those obstacles will be there when you get back, I promise. Don't forget to breathe or to act. We're wired for one of three responses in a crisis, fight, flight, or freeze. When we hit obstacles, if you found yourself frozen in inactivity, it's time to take a deep breath and regain control over the situation. Once you've worked through the problem using the other tips that we talked about, it's time to take the last step. Take action. Lots of it. Massive action, man. Intentions are well and good, but success and opportunity only come to those who take action. Then you got to grow. In the end, the final lessons can be summed up like in a single word. Obstacles allow us to grow. Here's where you discover courage and self-confidence. You cultivate the qualities you admire the most in others about commitment, resilience, and optimism. You gain discipline and learn lessons you'd never learn anywhere else. The key here, an attitude of being ready to become more than you've ever thought possible and the ability to see the opportunity in the obstacle. Now, I hope you're ready to move forward. Man, life looks pretty amazing from here. By flipping the negative into a positive, you're rewriting the script. No longer are obstacles something to be feared. You're ready to now to embrace the challenge that life holds, paving the way for new growth, and thousands of possibilities. So to bring this to a conclusion, hopefully by now you've learned not only how to survive life's struggles, but how to thrive as well. Obstacles have become opportunities. You're moving forward instead of feeling stalled out. And you see the possibilities of that life has for you. Remember, whether you meet with eventual success or whether you come to the realization this goal, it wasn't viable, expecting the outcome frees you up for the next adventure. Even the football player who fumbles the ball at, 
at some point is going to have to quit rehashing that play if he ever intends to get back into the game and get another opportunity. There comes a time to let go of the past, win or lose, and see what the future has in store. Here's the opportunity shining at its brightest at this moment, just waiting for you to close the book on the old story so you can begin a new one. Will it be hard work? Hell yeah. It's freaking crazy how hard it's going to be. Of course it will. But you've already found out the truly worthwhile things are done. Don't come without the occasional obstacle. The difference here lies in you. With a fresh attitude and a positive outlook, you're stronger and more capable than you've ever been. You're ready for the next obstacle and are prepared to turn that bitch right upside down. The new opportunity has been born for you. Appreciate your time. Take care. Be safe. Sell a bunch and say something nice to somebody. You've been listening to the Productive Not Busy Podcast with Coach Wayne. Join us next time for more money-making strategies to help you have less stress and more free time. Follow us on Facebook at Productive Not Busy, on Instagram at Frontline.Coach.Wayne, and on Twitter at Wayne New Jr. And remember, be productive, not busy.